0: Welcome into to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. Jay Zawoski, Greg Boyson, and Mario Terabasi here in our West Loop studios. Well, it's the offseason and we've already got some stuff to talk about. We've got the playoff games from last night, which went exactly how everyone thought they were going to. Totally. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. That's what happened. Uh, we've got uh, some Rockford Icehawks playoff games starting tonight. tonight. Mario and I will be there. Yeah. We've also got uh, several Blackhawks prospects in their uh, playoffs. We'll get to that as well. Doing well. But let's start with what Mark Lazarus wrote this morning, excuse me, for The uh, Athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of alluding to the fact that some members of the 2013 Blackhawks team um, felt a little bit disrespected that the Hawks didn't throw them a party for their 10-year anniversary.
1: I'm not even alluding to it. He he said from from players, unnamed uh, anonymous players from that team that they they feel like the the team is trying to just forget them. And it's it's a weird situation cuz yes, you would you would think without, you know, hesitation initially that yeah, the 2013 team, that historically good team in the um, you know, lockout shortened season, Stanley Cup champion, like probably arguably the best constructed of the three Stanley Cup teams, you would think without question that that would be honored. But given everything that we know now that has come up uh, about the Blackhawks and about that era of, of Blackhawks hockey, things get a little murky when you try and honor those players, honor the past. We saw it with um, – Jonathan Tays and and honoring him in his last game as a Blackhawk there is a lot of external around the league and even you know fans still within the Blackhawks community that are uh, critical of him and his role of of what happened to uh, Kyle Beach in 2010 and and the way things were handled by players on that team Um, the the, the players get you know uh, ricochet criticism from the criticism of how management at that time uh, handled everything. And, and you know, we talked about it yesterday, jo- uh, Joel, Joel Quenville and Stan Bo- Stan Snowman. Um, that was a dollar. That's, a, that's 50 cents.
2: That's 50 cents. Um, <laughs> Too bad the jar is in Pittsburgh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll
1: Venmo the jar. Um, you know, we talked about those two guys and, and how they're probably eventually going to find their way back into hockey and how that's, that's wrong, uh, shouldn't be happening. But we're all still those memories of those cup teams are still there. And those players still did those things. So it's a hard balance yeah. of trying to figure out how do you honor the honor that time that and, and those players and those teams while also being conscious of like, hey, like some messed up shit went down.
2: I, to me this is a whole you, you text us the quote this morning in our little group chat. I was kinda like meh like it, to me it seems that there's a there's a there's a lot of people that just constantly want to be mad at the blackhawks
0: yes over every little thing there definitely is that and,
2: and it's like there are plenty of reasons to really be mad and disappointed in this franchise this ain't one of them yeah this ain't the hill to die on and it's been 10 years yeah that's not that long Like, do do every franchise do it? Like, you won three in six years. If you're going to do every five years, basically every year you're honoring somebody. Eventually it's going to get old. You still have five guys on that team as active players. Two of them started and played three quarters of the team with you. And this was a season trying to clear the deck, move on, start a new era. How can you start a new era if you just keep looking backwards? How are you going to get Nick Letty and Brandon Saad in from the Blues to celebrate? How are you going to get Auntie Ranta from the Carolina Hurricanes to come in and celebrate? Like, what's the point of doing it if you can't have them all there? Right. So well, yeah. it, maybe 20 years seems a little better. Like, there's an old, one of my favorite wrestle, pro wrestling personalities of all time, I listen to his podcast all the time, Jim Cornette, has a saying that he said about wrestling, about why they take guys away for a while and then bring them back. Like, how can I miss you if you never go away? Right. Yeah, so how yeah. can you be nostalgic about something that up until a f- literally a week ago was still here? Yeah. So it's okay. Do something th- for th- you, you. You have the 100th anniversary coming up in two, three years. Honor that. all three of those teams because you had so many guys that were a part of multiple championships. Six guys were part of all three. Yeah. You had a lot of guys from 2013 that was part of 2010. Yes, there's all the kind of ickiness that goes with it. What are you going to do? You're going to bring back John McDonough and he who should not be named and Joe Quinville to honor that team? No, you're not going to do that. That would be really gross. No, you can't. So, it's okay. Ten years is not that big a deal. Did you go to your ten year high school no. reunion? Yeah. Because you still hung out with all those guys. I did. Well, you did, okay. Yeah. But you moved away. That was your, your yeah, name. yeah. Was it your. was fun. I had, I, 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 I never. I've never been to a high school reunion because I figured like the six guys I still want to talk to from high school, I still talk to. Yeah. yeah. If I wanted to talk to those other guys, I'd still talk to them. Um, so I don't think it's like a slap in the face. I don't think it's something intentional. Yeah, they did the Hosa thing this year. That's a look in the past. But that seemed to be more like the perfect way to end Marion Hosa's book tour, retire his <laughs> like, yeah, it, yeah, And that was a feel-good moment in a season that did not provide a lot of feel-good moments. Well, so well, maybe it, do something in the summer. Yeah, Do something for the 100th anniversary where you you acknowledge all those teams throughout the course of that season. You can bring back players that have been part of all three of those teams two of those teams i don't know 10 years to me is not like this huge like momentous thing especially when some of those guys are still in the league and some of those guys only retired within the
0: last year or
1: two well and steven has the 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 graphic the, the the clip from the article this is from uh mark lazarus of the athletic and he says uh, a team source said the team did have plans for the 10th anniversary of that, se- that season of 2019-2020 uh, honoring the 2010 team, nothing beyond the giveaways that was noted in the season's promotional schedule. Uh, early in, in the article, he says that there were um, 2010 commemorative bobbleheads given away that year, uh, so continues, but that they were interrupted by the pandemic. So this was supposed to happen before the season shut down. With that in mind, the Blackhawks do plan to honor all three championship teams, 2010, 13, and 15, during their centennial season in 2025-26, which will be a season-long celebration that's still in the early planning stages, so members of the 2015 team likely will have to wait an extra year for their 10-year anniversary celebration as well. So, to your point, they're still going to do something according to what the the team is uh, supposedly planning And when we talked with Danny Wirtz and Jamie Faulkner at the beginning of this season, you know, we were having kind of the conversation surrounding, you know, HOSA and, and, and Jersey retirements. And, you know, how do you, how do you honor all these, all these players um, that were all part of those cup cup teams and, you know, talking about ring of honor, Blackhawks hall of fame, things like that. And they had mentioned about that centennial year being a really big, Kind of blowout celebration. So it makes sense if they're going to say, hey, we missed honoring the 2010 team uh, because of the pandemic, that they're going to say, you know what? All three of those teams are going to be honored in one celebration and it's going to be a big blowout. That's going to take a couple years of planning and it's going to be part of this centennial Blackhawks celebration in a few years. If that's the case, if that had been communicated to the players, I think. They would probably understand that. Um, I think there's probably a, a missing piece of that communication if these players from 2013 are feeling slighted.
0: Uh, there's a couple things here. So, like like Greg said, someone's always going to be mad at the Blackhawks for something. So, Rightfully if so, honestly. What? Rightfully so. Well, no, they, they've earned that. Right, there's but plenty let me, of things to be mad I, at the organization about. Of course. About. Let, me, yes. let me make my point. What I'm saying is people will be pissed if they honor them, people will be pissed if they don't honor them. Yeah. So if they're truly learning from their mistakes, and I'm dubious about that based on the Pride Night thing, the thing to do would be not honor those teams, right? Like, you want to move past it? You want to sever all ties to everyone that was here when Kyle Beach was here, which I believe is the right thing to do? Yeah, they won games. They were great players. They had great moments. They've all been honored individually, right? And there's more honors to come but they can't operate over who's going to be more mad at us. The old right. school fans who don't care about the social issues or the people that do. And it shouldn't be a calculus. What they should do is what they think is right. And I hope that's how the Blackhawks are operating. Again, not so sure. Because I think Jamie Faulkner and Danny Wirtz, based on my limited knowledge of them and conversations with them, are people who would they come off as people who would be supportive of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm. However, they both let that community down on pride night by not getting out in front of it and talking about it. Here's another example of a situation where they have declined comment, declined comment, declined comment, declined comment. What happened to all the transparency? And I'm not saying they should comment on every question everyone has about everything they do, but when something becomes a bigger issue, they've got to be forward-facing they can't just be forward-facing for the good times they can't just be forward-facing for the good news because that is not transparency it's not and it's and if your transparency is limited to your hockey vision fine but state that right because they said transparency top to bottom and all i see lately is decline comments or no comments or anything or telling their news through through various sources instead of directly to their fans and that's frustrating. Yeah. I will say this too about the players. And I have been twenty years old before. Everyone in this room has been twenty years old before. And I don't think this. Is just my opinion. Knowing what I know about covering hockey for twenty years, being a, a young white male, there are. Was well, I was a young white male? Not anymore. I'm black now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm old now. Um, so. When you're presented, when, when, when men are presented with something uncomfortable, the vast majority of the instinct is to ignore it or to go, ooh, that's, that's weird. I don't want to talk about that. And, and if I had to kind of guess on how things went around Kyle Beach, player-wise mostly is, did you hear about this? Yes, I heard about that. Wow, that's messed up. Holy cow, I don't want to talk about this. It's gross. The season ends. Brett Aldrich is fired or gone, Brad Aldrich is gone from the team, and they go, wow, I guess that was true. He's gone. All right, it's handled, and they move on with their lives, right? Is that the right thing to do? Nope. Is it what a lot of us would have done in the same situation? Maybe. So for me, as we look forward to celebrating or honoring or whatever you want to call these cup teams, I think the people that need to be excluded 100% is the leadership. Quenville, McDonough, he who shall not be named, Al McIsaac, all of the people who the players trust to do the right thing on their behalf, those are the ones who should really, really be excluded from, not just cup celebrations, but from the effing world of hockey. Because they're the ones that failed Kyle Beach primarily. Yes, all of his teammates could have done a better job. Maybe they should have been more proactive in the moment. But again, they're 22, 23-year-old kids focusing on a playoff series, hearing rumors, right? I don't think Kyle Beach, and he never said that he went to teammates about this. He went to leadership about this. He didn't go tell Jonathan Taves, hey, this happened to me, right? So as we look at how would you honor or whatever in the future, I think that the players as a collective, I guess that's okay. Right, I, I, you can't really not do anything. I don't think. Right, I think that that's really kind of a I don't know. I, I would be fine if, if they did nothing. If they, the banners are there, if they
1: hadn't done anything this year, and 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 what Mark uh, wrote never came out, I wouldn't have thought twice about
2: it. No, I didn't even think about it until it came out. So. Right and they never came out and said we're not honoring these teams ever again either. No, they never did. There's going to be a ton of times for these guys to get back here. There's going to be retirement, Jersey retirements over the next few years they're all can come back and celebrate and really you don't need a special night for each team because there's going to be so many different occasions for those guys to get back together and yeah. celebrate their accomplishments so and would it be fun sure it'd be great it, it, am i losing sleep because it didn't happen this year no i didn't right. even like you said and didn't even cross my mind at one at one and point
1: logistically to do something like this for that for that team in season is difficult because like you said they're still active players if they had, if they coordinated something to happen in June, you know, around around the actual ten year anniversary, around the time that they actually won the cup that year, in the summer when all those guys are off, and say, hey, it's a get together, public or private, doesn't matter. Like, make if, they the had annual, done, if they had done something like that, like this, it's not a big deal.
2: Blackhawks charity golf outing, all about the 2013 team. Do they still do that? I, I, I don't mean, know if they I, did that last year. Anyways, but, do something like that. Have a yeah. golf outing. Those guys, that's where they all want but to it, be in July, anyway. Yeah,
1: and but it seems like from from what Lazarus said in the article is that the team does have something planned to honor those guys. So I think it just seems like maybe some players from the thirteen team feel slighted. I I don't know. I it it, it does seem like something that is in the works. It's maybe just not been communicated. Um, By the way, they, they
0: so, in fairness to the Blackhawks, they don't have to update their former teams on what their plans no, are. For they that. don't like they've like got. They're, a, they're working. On they've got a lot, lot going on. They've got yes. a
2: few more important things on their plate than making sure. Andrew Shaw knows if they're gonna get uh, you know, honored or not. Not saying he's the guy that's causing he, it, but
0: he enjoyed his night in the suite when yeah, they he were was honoring there. Kays and Mike Gapsky. He, Gaps for, yeah, he, he got, he no got his camera time. He, he
2: plays in the Legend Cup, so it's probably not. I'm just that was the first guy that popped in the No, I head. know, but it's it's like, it's not like these guys have been have, forgotten. They yet. don't have to call Brandon Bolig and be like, Sorry Brandon, we're not gonna get to you this year, maybe next right, year. They right. do, they've got other things to worry about.
0: Yeah, I, like, it's a little
2: like I get why people get on the Blackhawks' ass, and rightfully so. They have earned yeah. the distrust of people mm-hmm. across the league. They've earned that. They're, and every time you think they're trying, they've made a step forward, two steps backwards, right back where we start. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating because I legitimately think that Danny Wirtz and Jamie Faulkner are trying their best when they tell you. That they want to do all these things and they want to be transparent. I believe them. But then it's say one thing, do something different in A- certain situations. Actions and have to speak louder at some point. And I understand why people are frustrated. I'm frustrated at certain things aspect wise too. But to just look for things to be mad about, it's exhausting. Because if you're gonna be outraged about every little thing this organization does or doesn't do, you're actually serving yourself a disservice. Because if you're gonna just be mad all the time, people are gonna start tuning you out to be like, well, there he is, or there she is, the old mad, Maggie, she's always mad at something. Old I'm gonna bold Mad Maggie out of this. <laughs> she's a saint. That's that's my that's my favorite Rod Stewart album. By the way. Um, but no, it's just like if you just keep yelling about everything, eventually people are just gonna be like, I don't care what this person says anymore. They're always yeah. just screaming at me. So pick and choose your battles. To me, this ain't one of them.
1: I I yeah. I, it's there's there's other reasons to be really upset with this organization and and this it seems like just part of a a side a, a, you know a, a thing on the side to kind of add add to your fire if you choose to have one um but i but i i, I think you're both of you guys have, have you know kind of alluded to it with the front office transparency needs to be like a real thing and and this team has still got a long way to go to build up trust within not only the the hockey world as a whole but also within their own fan community like there's a lot of Blackhawks fans that have been lost or that are um you know not not wanting to come back to the team because of what's happened um and I think as much as 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 Danny Wirtz and Jamie Faulkner want to do the right things like you were saying Jay um you know and they talk about the transparency it can't be selective I think it has to be you know, you either are, you either are going to do it or you aren't. Uh, and I I would hope that how we perceived them and how they were doing their, their jobs uh, since they kind of assumed those roles and assumed a little bit more of the forward facing, you know, front office image of the organization uh, a little bit more than Rocky is at this time. Uh, the way we were talking about them for months, we we had a lot of confidence in what they were doing and um, I, I mean, for me, it's just the, the last few few months, few weeks of how things have, have gone. It's, uh, it, it's, it's changed a bit. I think they, they need to if they want to be transparent, if they want to be open and honest with their fans, uh, I think that that has got that has to be backed up by action. You can talk about wanting to be honest and transparent and wanting to you know make sure that the, the, the fan base is, is, is behind you again 100%. Um, you, can, you can say all those things, but if there's no actions to try and back that up, um, it's it's going to fall short. And if you now with this, this this recent trend of, you know, no comment or declined comment or anything like that, or just putting out a vague statement, you can't ask questions to a statement. Yeah. He, you can't, you can't try to get anything more out of yeah. a declined comment. So that's when, you know, people like us people on, on online people like, you know, all the all the beat writers, uh, you know, extended in everything then we have to have those discussions and we have to answer those questions and try and come up with our own answers when we don't have the information anyways. So it makes it, it makes it harder for the real story and, 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 you know, that real trust
0: to be built from the organization. And kind of circling back to like, to the beginning point too, is like early in the season, I won't get specific, but like, I was expressed frustration by Blackhawks leadership for not fully understanding a situation. I go, how was I to understand this? Right. You never said anything about it. You never told me anything about it. So I am left here to talk to this source and this source and this source and this source, the ones that will talk to me and take what they say, try to compare it and come up with, with you know, try to glean what I think I know. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like called into the principal's office. right you know it's like and the explanation is okay cool thank you i'm glad i have that knowledge now but don't be upset with me because i didn't before and it's that's the thing with the pride night is the entire message was delivered through sources there was no official team statement on that there was no official statement on not wearing the pride jerseys there was nothing with blackhawks letterhead on that it was all done via team sources and everybody's got different ones right but the message was the same we're not going to wear the jerseys. Here's the reasons why, right, right. right? And it's like, wait a minute. This this requires some back and forth. This requires some Q&A, and it was in order to be found. And that's where, like you said, we're left to deal with it. Fine. It's our job. It's I love my job. job. I don't yeah. care. Great. But when when we're left to deal with it or fans are left to deal with it or whoever are left to deal with it, that's when crap starts growing wild. Can I just – yesterday, you guys know – Yesterday, I witnessed a fatal car accident on my way into work. Um, it was bad. I almost didn't make it here. Like, I was going to take a day off, but I'm like, screw it. I'm not going to sit home and be sad. So, came here, did the show, went home, and just kind of hung out. And, of course, like the neighborhood Facebook page pops up, right? And it's like, I heard that this happened. I heard the car was going 110 miles an hour and and we was weaving in and out of traffic and that, you know, the semi is what hit it. And like, they're going through all these details. I'm like, none of this is true. None of this is true. None of this is what happened. And people are just saying it, and it's becoming truth because enough people are consuming it. Take a look at the freaking world around us, Mm -hmm. right? When things are not directly addressed, false rumors spread like wildfire. truth. We joke about it about the alleged, I'm not going to use the word, but things between teammates back in the day. Right. Right. And that was all like blog fodder. Right. And like, and I'm not saying the team should have addressed that because it was complete nonsense. But I'm just saying what I'm talking about is like the wildfire aspect of rumor, 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 rumor. And then enough people repeat the rumor or don't know how to comprehend the difference between a rumor, speculation, and truth. Mm-hmm. And then everything's out of control.
1: It's a bad game of telephone.
0: Get in front of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get in front of it. That's how
2: misinformation, that's how conspiracy theories start. That's yes. how people, you know, get bad reputations uh, because and if enough people say something, they yeah. believe it. And look, there's, there's, like you said, there's things that need
1: addressing and things that you're just like, that's not, I'm not even going to waste my time with it. I, I fully understand that. But I, I think, like, like, like we've said, like the, the Pride Night situation, I think that needed more addressing, this situation if if the team were to say look we have these things in planned all those teams are going to be honored this is why we're doing it we you know if, if they want to say you know we acknowledge it's whatever uh i think that would be that would make more sense than again this is something that's coming out of a team source says they're doing this and and but no but no comment from the team like it's 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 a hard hard line to walk where you know you have to say like what what is what is the story and what's what's worth being told? What is the story? But I think there's been times where, I, I think I know what you're alluding to the the, the story. I, I think that was a time where a little bit more of what was of what was told would have would have helped.
2: Yeah, and listen, hey, go back to Danny and Jamie. I, I know a show. That they can come on anytime they want and talk to directly to the fans. Open invite. Yep. Sure. Anytime yeah. you guys anytime.
0: want. Even if you're mad at us. Yeah. Come on a show and yell at us. That's fine. And tell us we're stupid and we don't know what we're talking about. Fine. Cause all I want to do, and I think I speak for the three of us is we want to be as informed as we can mm-hmm. and let fans know what is really happening. And we do our work to do that. I don't think we come in here and just wildly speculate crap. No. We talk to people.
2: No, there's plenty of outlets to get that. Yes. Speculation. We oh. bend
0: ears. We try to, you know, we we're in a locker room. We're talking to players. We're digging, you know, watching the body language of stuff. And we're not just like throwing stuff out here, trying to get clicks. Oh. The thing we wrote yesterday, I wrote yesterday about Alex Vlasic. I made sure in the piece that I didn't use walking on eggshells and any headlines of the story, because I knew it would be clickbaity. And I didn't want to mislead what Alex Vlasic was trying to say. That's not what we're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. None of the CHGO shows are trying to do that here. No, we're trying to give you the best information we can, and if you've got information for us, Jamie, Danny, by all means, we will take it. We'll pull up two chairs for you, put you right in the middle. Whatever you want, we'll get the three one twos out. Whatever you're into, sure. yeah. and it'll, it'll and it'll be great. Like we welcome that, and we welcome being challenged, because if we're wrong, we will admit it. Like I don't think that's. I, I'm not right all the time. I've like, been, I've been right. wrong
2: numerous times. Yeah.
0: Just look at my Stanley Cup
2: predictions. I'm wrong all the time. <laughs> I will admit when I'm wrong. If yeah. you, if I come up with something and you prove to me that the opposite is true, I will gladly wear it.
0: Uh, I think, are we good? Any more we want to hit? I just I want to make God, one more yeah, little I'm point. Good. Go for it. There's a lot of people in the chat saying, take politics out of sports.
2: All right. Well, we're Fine. not even that talk, th- What are we talking about politics? Th- well,
0: anytime that LGBTQ stuff comes right. up, it's, it's politics. Not political. That's Political. An no anthem.
2: Get rid of military appreciation. Right. night, First responder. No first responders night. night. Get rid no. Of it
0: all. You're not honoring any former uh, soldiers on the ice anymore. Yep. That's so not political. Don't, it's Just because you don't like it doesn't make it political. Right. Just right. because the people being honored you don't agree with or you don't agree with their lifestyle or whatever. That you're saying take politics out of sports?
2: You're taking, taking the NFL is a commercial
0: for the military. Yeah. yeah. It is a, It is literally a commercial and for the military, the flyovers. The military and pays and them a lot of money. Our taxpayers' yes. dollars
2: is going to the NFL for all that crap.
0: So if you want politics out of the game, cool. If you want the puck to drop at 7 35 with no Jim Cornelison and no O Canada on those special nights, mm-hmm. cool. Take politics out. That's a different show for a different day. (laughs) But don't just say politics are Black History Night, American Heritage History Month, and LGBTQ Pride Night. Right. Because if that's all you want to eliminate, that's a different story, and that's a different conversation.
2: (sighs) You are are correct. Well, let's start a new conversation. How about those cracking? Hey, how about that? (laughs) Let's start a new conversation. Let's start a conversation about the best darn sunglasses money can buy. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium Polaroid shades at affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good, I say even better, than any expensive pair that I've ever worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoors adventures, or even just driving to work. They are awesome. They make everything crisp and clear. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by the Shady Rays Lost and Broken Replacements program. If you lose or break your pair, even on the very first day, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because you have to, they have your back after Long after you purchase, I'll get it right. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners through the Shady Rays Impact Initiative. They do everything from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS with the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others just like it now and for years to come. So look great and feel great at the same time when you buy your Shady Rays. And if you don't love them... You can exchange them for a new pair or return them absolutely free within 30 days of purchase. There's no risk when you shop because Shady Rays always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com, use the promo code CHGO, and you'll get 50% off any order of two or more pairs of awesome sunglasses. The more you buy, the more you save. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 250 thousand people
0: and summer is coming and while you're decked out in your shady rays you're going to want to look good in your favorite sports gear that's why we have partnered with our friends at foco you can get fitted out in the best sports gear around but it's not just sports gear it's collectibles like bobbleheads they've got slippers they've got clocks anything you can imagine with a blackhawks logo on it or chicago sports logo on it or really any team sports logo on it foco has you covered hoodies shoes signs Everything in between, it is spring and baseball season. Get yourself a nice Aloha shirt, a straw hat, polo shirts. They've got uh, bags to bring to the games, everything you need. We've got our set decorations here. You can look behind us at all the bobbleheads and all the great gear we've got from Foco right behind us there. We've got those, I'm not putting one on today, it's a million degrees, but that giant Blackhawks parka thing. That is awesome. That came in handy in the cold winter months. Mm-hmm. It's great. They have donated a bunch of their items for our sets. So we appreciate them. Go show them some love for doing it. Check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. That's Foco.com, F-O-C-O.com.
2: Bill has a good question in the chat. He does? When is when is the beard shaving commencing? Yeah, I'm gonna
1: shave the beard. I was gonna beard. say we've gone almost three shows without I know. addressing this. So
0: it is a uh, it is <laughs> softball team photos or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. Team photos are Saturday uh, for softball. Saturday December fifth. And I don't want the, I don't <laughs> want the players to look at the photo and go, "Who is that guy?" Like I showed, I shaved a couple years ago. Like who was he? I think I just did it because I got. Oh no, I made a mistake. I like went too far, and I'm like, "Well, I got to go from scratch." Mm-hmm. And I showed up at the ballparks in Homewood and people were like they didn't know who I was. They, <laughs> I was like talking to people and they're like, Yeah. Is that
1: John? They had no was? idea who I yeah, that's was. Not Jay's like I don't was. know if the beard
0: is that <laughs> identifiable, but uh, I will do it next week. We'll find a good day to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna try to go with this I'm gonna get a stash like Steven, I think.
1: Don't don't Steven's, do that. Steven's got I, Steven doesn't want a stash like Steven. Steven's got a mustache <laughs> and he's
0: got the chin though too. He's got the chin going too. Uh, Chucklebucko says straight razor style. I cannot do straight razor because then I look like I'm 12.
1: Just use a use a hockey skate. I have a (laughs) there you go. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I have a beard trimmer uh, that I will use to uh, to clean up the beard. It'll be it'll be to the skin, but it won't be like razor. We should get. um, I'm gonna bring my Beard King too, so it doesn't get all over the place. We
1: should get like one of those old timey barbers to come in here and do like
2: a
0: like the hot oil thing. Yeah, with
1: the hot hot shaving cream and stuff. That'd be kind of cool to experience. That'd That'd be be fun. Get
2: the shaving stone out where they. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. well, any, that would be fun. We'll see. Any
1: any any barbers,
0: old school barbers in the Chicago area? Got to be a few. Give us a give us a call. That's 4 or 5 of them I'm left. Down. That's fine. I could do it that way. I just, you know, it's going to look weird. Uh, when are pitchers? Saturday. Oh, okay. okay so, so they're coming right. up soon. We can yeah. do something next
2: week. Yeah, right, Cool. So. That's fine. Wonder, I'm down for it. I,
0: hey, I I'm a man of my word. That's uh, hey, to. by the way, we haven't mentioned this yet. Friday at two o'clock. Yeah, speaking of things to look forward to. We're gonna talk to Mackenzie Antwistle. He's gonna join us on the show. Somebody who's uh, never had to shave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh heading into the off season we want to catch up with uh, some hawks before things wrap up. So mackenzie Antwistle will join us. Looking forward to that. A lot of um, fun. he is really one of my favorite hawks as a dude. Um, super easy to talk to, really thoughtful. When you yeah. hear him speak on Friday, you're going to understand why the Hawks think so highly of him. Yeah, um, I, I'm really looking forward to the conversation, and we are going to play for him. Yes, we will discuss our we'll let him in on
2: ongoing
1: bit. joke bit. Yes. <laughs> um, it should be I, I'm i very interested to see how he reacts let's to save it. Save that seems to the like, very end. He seems like someone that would uh, take it take it well, but it also could be super awkward. So yeah, we'll see. Save that for the <laughs>
2: end because we don't want to be like. We don't want to start the interview. We're like, hey, we've been joking that your parents have been dead the yeah, whole time. Yeah, we're season. not. So tell us about that Power play. Not
0: the great not, <laughs> well, the, not the greatest icebreaker. Let's have the meeting on the air right now. Like I think the way we do it is we've been, you said something a little awkwardly, Laddie. You put it on him. Like you well, said this, <laughs> you said this, and we've had some uh, fun with yeah. it all year. Yeah. We um, can. And we already have in the comments Bill says, Can we confirm he has a family? Reddy Adam says, Condolences for yes, his family.
2: I love that, like the little <laughs> silly nonsense that we use we just get, to get yeah. through the minutiae of a long season that our, our, our diehards there, and listeners <laughs> uh, incorporate as well.
1: There have been times where, you know, we've. The three of us are from the show account, we've tweeted something about Entwistle, and we'll get replies like, Oh, if only his family could see him <laughs> It's just it's just great. I'm just I'm just so glad that, that is that has become bigger than just our little our little thing.
2: I recently ran into a TikTok account uh that was telling like a bunch of like orphan jokes. Oh, God. And I was just like you're writing them down? I was just like replacing Mackenzie Entwistle with oh, orphan for every joke and like, because my favorite one was <laughs> You can you can you can use the Mad Lib if you want, but why do orphans play tennis? <laughs> you said this one because before. that's the only place they get love. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Waka, so waka. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bill is asking the butt about the button. Oh, uh, the I button. think the button it's gone. is gone. RIP. Officially R.I.P.
2: We're bringing all the bits back in we've, one day. Yeah, Seriously, <laughs> we've Off, uh, off-season hockey. Loves to have a bit draft. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The button was out a bit though. No, no, that, that just I just fell into our lap, so to say. Well, <sighs> Fell into our okay. no. urinal.
2: Um, yeah, that was what November ish. It was after. It yeah. was shortly after Hosa, but it was, there was not rumors rumors his button. It was his button, but he did not have any buttons on it. Was not his button. Uh, and it was, It was. It's been there since November, and it. It left la- our presence so in long. the last over the weekend, maybe, yeah. or yeah, early yeah, I think it was week. over the weekend. I came in Monday and it, the, the office smelled fresh and clean. Obviously, the cleaning crew had been here, the
1: spring clean. And I
2: went in the, to use the bathroom and I looked down to see how many points I can score, and it was gone. It was gone. Go juggle the button, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: it yeah. was it's sad. Not what are we gonna do? I'm gonna bring in a bag herself. of buttons from home and just. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think every
2: one of my Roosevelt's comes with like an extra button. I there you go. Say, there you a go. Couple off, what are the odds? It was
0: one of yours. No, I would know. No, because it was, of just, a, it was yeah, just, but just a little not white buttons. Buttons. Not
2: button. A, But not a, many of my Roosevelt's have white buttons.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. Fair, fair, and fair.
2: they actually say... Uh, Roosevelt's on the button. Oh, I so. wasn't
1: getting close enough to read the button.
2: It was there long enough. You could have inspected <laughs> it. You can take it out, look at it and put yeah, it back? No,
1: I'd, I'd, hey. I, I wasn't going to do that. Now, when Hosa
2: was here, we, we did. Mosey Salou would have went in there and got He might have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It makes his laughs> toughen stutter. your hands up. <laughs> uh,
0: didn't Lawrence save Hosa's water bottle? He did. Or he might have for a, for a bit.
2: In the office. I think we were going to clone him. Weren't we supposed <laughs> to like
0: put it in a uh, <laughs> a box? Yeah. Put it in a box? Yeah, we're going to clone him, though, we got to take out the... Skin condition, you got whatever. The, all well, there's, there's, they can I'm do sure so can many do things do with genetics yeah. now. I'm no <laughs> expert, but I'm sure they can
2: do that. And then we can have a whole team of hoses. It'll be like yeah. Saturday Night Live. Who wins? The 2013 Blackhawks or a team full of mini hosts? Take a mini team hoses. full of hoses. Mini hoses, eighteen to negative two. That's right. Um, no yeah. doubt about that. Anyways,
0: yeah, Friday. Friday, two be a o'clock. Lot of fun.
1: It's been, you know what? And Whistle is one of those players that uh, it has been really fun to see him progress through the Blackhawks. Uh, organization because uh, I, I started paying attention to him uh, years ago when he was with Guelph in the OHL and uh, to see him come through that that process as a prospect go through his time with the Ice Hogs we had some opportunities Greg and I to, to talk with him when he was in Rockford uh, and then yeah to see him come kind of come up and become a regular NHL player like it's been a lot of fun to see to see that progress and yeah he's not the you know guy who's going to light up the score sheet every night, but he's, he's, he's a fine young player that knew how to change his role uh, in in hockey that was going to get him to the NHL. And I think that that is something that not a lot of young players learn. Uh, so he's he's a great example of that. So uh, it's going to be fun. going to be fun to talk. talk I'm sorry.
0: Him. I'm laughing at Reddy Edgemont who said uh, Whistle's nickname should totally be batman Batman. And then he said one earlier. that said, "Ask him if he has any childhood stories and see how sad he gets." <laughs> oh, <God>. Jesus, <laughs> I, I can't wait for the chat oh, on the Friday Batman. afternoon. It's going to be wild. Yes,
1: remember, folks, uh, on Friday, Mackenzie will see the he'll chat. See <laughs> the <laughs> chat. So
2: yes. let's let's save the family jokes until we let him in on the bit. Yes, please. <laughs> or else he's going to be like, "What the hell what did is I just going get on? myself into?"
0: Uh, we got a uh, one dollar super chat from Young Dangle. God, uh, thank you for that. And it yeah. reminds me of the one dollar. Oh, no. donation. he's paying yes. up his dollar. Because
2: of his previous comment.
0: Oh, did he say the name? Yeah. No, he no, said, No, that he's, he's, someone was gonna come back. He said maybe the button will come back like
1: Kaner this offseason. Oh, right. yeah. I thought it was so. the other dower. We
0: appreciate nah. the uh, we appreciate the um the
2: sticky, the, the commitment to the pitch. The integrity. Yeah. yeah, I
0: don't know how it's taken me thirty nine minutes to mention this, but walking in today, yes, I crossed paths with He Who Shall Not Be Named. He walked right past me on Monroe. Like we, I was going east. He was coming west. He had two dogs with him, and he had a little double take, right? I yeah, we were both kind of like made eye contact, and I was like, <laughs> 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 you know, I give the very obvious like scrunchy face. I know who you are, and he did kind of the, I know who you are too kind of a thing. Ooh. It was weird. I I I don't know. Like I don't. That's another thing I wouldn't know how to handle. Like if he had talked to me, so, like hey Jay, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like do I turn into Vince McMahon on him or like? <laughs> I know it's weird. I don't know. I'm an awkward person uh, with with everyone, let alone so that would be, be that would to. be quite the interesting so how out, you been? out in the world organic conversation to have. So
2: breaking news: uh, Stan Bowman not taking the Pittsburgh Penguins job.
0: Is that what you're telling us? I guess not. He's still in Chicago. Yeah, I, I, apparently. He's walking his dogs. Maybe that. Maybe he's a dog walker now. Maybe that's his new job. Maybe. Hey, uh, <laughs> I don't think he's hurting for money. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rover. I mean, is, it makes perfect Ro- sense. Rover that is would... the service that you can hire a dog
1: walker. I oh, almost, yeah. I almost did that. And then, uh, you know, pandemic happened. So no one wanted strangers yeah. to come and get their dogs. Well, you
0: can meet Bailey and then just have confirmation you don't want to do that. Sure. My new dog is I, still. I love dogs. I love dogs. I
1: got a little chunker at home.
0: Yeah, I know. He's, he's still. It was definitely him. Um, I definitely made a long, long <laughs> look. Like, is that? Am I? Are my eyes deceiving me? But yeah, it was him, hmm. and it makes sense. I mean, we're blocks from the UC. This is where he's going to live. His yeah, office this is there. seems his, like an area where was he'd there. land. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was kind of strange. That was a strange, uh, strange part of my day. So Can
2: we say his name if we get him on the show? Are we allowed to say his name? If then?
0: we, you think he'd ever be on the show? No. Never. In a no. Unless years. he, unless he wants to burn it to the ground. Not our show, but everything. If he wants to be like, want to know what happened? Here's what happened. Blowtorch. Yeah. I think he wants to work again. And he ain't going to do and that on our show. He's going gonna... to write a
2: book and make money. Yeah, he
0: just doesn't have the personality another, to do there's that. There's
1: another no. hockey podcast that would
0: gladly have that content. Yeah. Yes. And then make shirts about him when he leaves. About what? Make sh- t-shirts about him when he leaves. Oh, sure. Or is yeah, that different podcast? Yes. We have t-shirts. Same thing. <sighs> well, should we get to last night's playoff action? Is that this, sure. this week? week? Hasn't been weird enough yet? That was fun. How about road teams, man? Woo! Yeah.
2: Six of the eight game ones have been won by the road team, including all four last night and all four in the Western Conference. So there's that old saying: a series doesn't start until the road team wins. Well, these series are off series to a very are, early yeah. start. Very, yeah. cer- very, uh, very quick starts. A couple of uh, wow! I can't believe that happened last night. Not the Maple Leafs. I can totally mm-hmm. believe they pissed down their pants when they when uh, the playoffs come a call
0: I don't know if you would have predicted seven three. No, <laughs> I wouldn't have.
2: But I mean, they're. I don't know. They again, all the pressures on them. They give up a goal early in the game. They're down three nothing after the end of the first. And to their credit, they came back and scored two goals. And then, you know, Michael Bunton being a shithead. And they're all you know, and then they want to let the referee, you know okay, here I'm gonna go on my Maple Leaf rant and it's not geared towards the team. Let's go. Most of my game one <laughs> most of my hatred for the Maple Leafs has nothing to do with the team. Gotta do with the most annoying entitled fan base who hasn't won shit in almost 60 years. Get over yourselves. Get over yourselves. To get on Twitter last night, I was hosting a trivia night last night, so I didn't really see all those most of the game. I saw I had it on my iPad, I saw a little bit of it. But to get home and to start reading Twitter and and seeing the majority of Lee's fans and Chris Chelios, who's just trying to get a cheap pop in Toronto complaining about the officiating are you really going to blame the refs that you got your ass handed to you on home ice seven here's your ass seven to three yeah there were some questionable calls no doubt but you gave up a touchdown and an extra point right you gave up a goal a minute and 18 in the game It had nothing to do with the refs Mm -hmm. you scored your two goals in the second period and got back into the game on the power play. Yep, so, yep. stop crying about the officiating. Your team, maybe yell at them. Maybe be mad at them. The team that can't get it done. They choke every year. And at least, hey, they might not be waiting the game seven this year. They might have gotten do it now. And, yeah. like, forget it, man. Like... Stop blaming the officials. Yell at your team for completely underachieving and folding under the pressure.
0: They boot him off the ice. I'll give them that.
1: Yeah. the the, I, the problem is this time of year in hockey, the officials become one of the top targets of fan bases, uh, and sometimes players and coaches of, of the teams that lose lose games, lose big games. Um, and there's been a, uh, a there's I, I believe. It was either, it was one of the Sean's, either Sean Shapiro or Sean Gentile. I can't remember who on on Twitter put out, um, you know, a, a study done on officiating and in, in, the Stanley cup playoffs and you know, how, how games are called and it's staggering how many, how it changes from game one and four, games one through four, yeah. to five, through, to five, six, they and set, seven, they
2: set the tone early, and then they call, completely they call the
1: everything yeah. in the first few games, and then the whistles get left in the locker room in the fi- in the final game. Yep. So, look, like if if you if you don't want the officials to have an opportunity to dictate the game, just don't take stupid penalties. Penalties happen. You're rarely going to see a Stanley Cup playoff game where there's zero power plays, you know, penalties, penalties happen. It's the guys are are playing right up to the line and sometimes over it. Um, But, you know, like I, I, I know Bunting is a much uh, debated player in the way that he plays and how penalties are either drawn or called against him. Um, But the reason that he's having a hearing today, that's what do you, how, how do you defend that? Yeah. Like that's that's he's, totally on him. That's new, not an official's problem.
2: He's the new Nazem Kadri. He's retaking his role. As Toronto's as always got to have one. Right? Got to have one idiot that just. And I mean, and you okay? Want to blame the refs? You still lost seven to three team to a team that you took out their top two defensemen, in Hedman and Cernak that yeah. barely played the game, and then they uh, they were down a forward too. They were down three players. Yeah. They had 15 players and still whooped your ass up and down the ice. 87-year-old Corey Perry is looking like a Hart Trophy winner against you.
0: But sure, blame Wes McCauliffe. Yeah. Clowns. Of Bunch of clowns. I, just, like, get tough. Get t- Like, the playoffs, like, are, you have to be a tough team. In a play- and I don't mean fight. I don't mean check. But get some effing stones and don't melt every time pressure hits you. Yeah. right. I remember years ago. Ken Hitchcock was talking about the Hawks. It was when the Hawks were – they ended up losing the series in 2016. To the Blues. Yeah. yeah. And Ken Hitchcock said it's not about their talent. It's about their resolve. They never feel beaten. Those Hawks teams didn't lose. They just ran out of time. That was their mindset. Yeah. Every game was you didn't beat us. We ran out of time. Like, and it's – the Leafs are the antithesis of that. They are so fragile. The slightest thing that goes wrong, and they completely crumble. Softer than baby crap. And if you don't get tough now, it's not going to happen. Like, if this is not the thing that someone in that room says, all right, get together, players only, whatever you want to do, enough of this. We are here for a reason. We are a great team for a reason. People have picked us to win the cup for a reason. Let's go out there and be, like, it's the Jason Hayward thing. Yeah. Right in the rain. they like, stop this. Stop falling for this. We're cursed. Everything goes wrong for us. Bullshit. Go out there and change it. Change the effing narrative. And yeah. until someone in that locker room does that, that's what the, the Leafs is, are gonna leave. This is what's gonna happen- be hashtag What happens
2: when you run the same core out every year and expect something different? Yeah, yeah. You I, can you can add your McCabe's and your Lafferty's. You could change your goalies, but it's still the leadership is still the same guys that have done nothing except choke when it matters. And they still could win this series. They should. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's the one first, game, It's the first game, but it's definitely yeah. not a good looking trend because if you lose Bunting for two or three games here for a suspension, he's getting at least two if he's getting an in face hearing.
1: Uh, well. Two, two, one playoff game equals two regular season right. games. He's going to miss at so. least one game. so yeah. then
2: that puts you at odds.
1: You're down you know? an important player. Yeah. you're so down one nothing. A you're lot down talk. to the lightning. Like it's all not a good situation to be. There's a
2: lot of talk. Some Leafs fans are like, "Oh, now it's Matthew Nye's time. You're going to put him in this pressure cooker." So you can destroy his confidence because your fan base is a bunch of – if he doesn't score three goals and they lose, they're going to yeah. just Jerry send here, him death threats here, on Twitter.
1: Here, 19-year-old, yeah, become no. a hero you don't for do that. the biggest market in the, in the hockey market or hockey in hockey.
2: Yeah, their goalie yeah. played like ass, which is, again, a, well, both ex-Washington Capital goalies played like yeah. ass last night. Uh, you know, So, yeah, the Leafs, I'm not writing them off by any means. But that is just a really bad way to come out that bad against a team you've been knowing you were going to play for over a month
0: yeah. that you just yeah.
2: beat up and down the ice on Monday of last week. They played each other. But the, the, that's the lightning, man. That's John Cooper. Mm-hmm. Let them have this game. Let them think they own you. Yeah. And then we're going to smack them in the mouth when it matters. That's
0: like Greg Maddux, uh, you know, hanging a meatball late in the game so a guy thinks he's going to yeah. get him. You, and you yeah. knew
2: Cooper because the narrative <laughs> after that, that last regular season game between the two of the Toronto one handedly, the, the narrative coming out of Toronto was, well, look at the Leafs pushing around the, uh, the Lightning. You know, John Cooper was using that. Oh, well, everybody says you can The Leafs are put, it's nobody, he used that to their advantage, and they came out and said, oh, you think you're pushing us around? Take this. You got
1: to do it when it matters. I love John Cooper, man. I, he's I, one of the best. He's, fanta- he's great coach. He's won at every level. Yeah, like, and, it's, and it's, it's it's not just the team and he he's never with.
2: Played. <laughs> hey, it, it, hashtag goes played show. the game. Like, I, I that's a guy <laughs> that I can't wait for his career to be over. That and goes in the media because he's got that personality. Yeah, I would it's love, be a while though. I would love to. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. He might oh, yeah. coach for another thirty years. Well,
0: him just him just with the narrative to the lightning of we're the underdogs. How, the, how are we the underdogs of these guys right yeah, yeah hell no and there you go find it find a thing that's gonna rally your troops right that's what coaches as do, we man. go back to the military and sports because you can't ignore it because it's always connected rally your troops get your soldiers ready whatever you want to mm-hmm. say and and go and the Leafs just they have lacked it for since the color tv era right right like find that dude And as
2: you said La- earlier before we got on the show do we need a camera on Kyle Dubas after every no, single No we don't play? need the
0: Dubas cam No And him like rubbing Jason Spezza on the back when the Leafs score
2: Dude you know why show a guy why show a guy in the press box updating his resume it's pointless <laughs> no. there, there was a there was a thing on on Twitter somebody was posting a a, a picture of when him writing something down it says what's Kyle Dubas writing down here and I replied to it saying uh, quote, get the h r department's number over at Fenway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yeah, right. who cares do we do I don't care what the g I don't the only time I want to hear from the, see what the GM reaction is is when the team wins the Stanley Cup yeah oh. or loses in heartbreaking fashion any I, I love suffering of others
1: anything surrounding Toronto in the hockey world is is content so that's that's why that's I, how it goes. that's
2: why I hate them I'm just so tired of it so For a team that's accomplished nothing since nineteen sixty seven get over it
0: so the two big upsets, obviously, uh, I, I don't know if it's a big upset, but this game, the 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 final score, the final was score was surprising. Was, ups- was surprising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were a Leafs fan, would you be worried? I'm saying yes, yes, yes. I'd be worried. The other one, Here Colorado loses to Seattle, that was surprising. Colorado hit the post what four times, three times. Uh, it might have been. I'm, yeah, I'm not worried about uh, Colorado. No, no. no.
2: because. I dare Philip Grubauer to do that three more times. Right. I dare him. Yeah. I think he. I think like a, like a prom night on fifteen, like a fifteen-year-old on prom night. He blew his load a little too early. Like it's over. (laughs) It's done for him. Like that was his. That was his moment in the sun. So, yeah. (laughs) Good luck with that. Do that three more times. I dare you. Oh. But of course, hours after I'm on the air here saying. Seattle's going to get swept. They've got the worst (laughs) goaltending in in all the playoffs. And then we get, you know, Philip Grubauer looks like Martin Brodeur out there. So, you know, know, I'm not worried about Colorado. Colorado had a ton of prime high-danger scoring chances, Mm -hmm. and that's not going to change. Devil's fans worried? I'd be a little worried, but not super worried. That was a young team's first taste of the Stanley Cup playoffs. They looked scared and nervous. Overwhelmed. And the Rangers— Very veteran-laden team. They've got a lot of guys that went to the conference final last season. Mm -hmm. They added Vladimir Tarasenko, Patrick Kane, four Stanley Cups between them. Lots of playoff experience. That was team that's been there, done that, versus team that's never done it, and they were a little too amped up. I I would think this would see a much different Devils team puck drop in game two.
1: Was Ducky Hamilton on the 2013 Bruins? Don't
2: no, think right? so. No, so I can't think of I can't think of a, think of a player will,
1: that's on that roster that's been to a Cup final, then,
2: or even to much playoffs. Period. Yeah,
0: because like, they're they're pretty young.
2: A lot of guys making their playoff debut.
0: Last uh, night. 2013 Bruins. What he was on there? Yeah, he was okay. Yeah. So I mean, they have
1: someone that's that's gotten that far. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's a team that you know collectively is is got a lot of good experience, got a lot of talent. But yeah, when when things ramp up, you got to have you got to have the ability to uh, to meet the level uh, of we, the playoffs. We talk about John Cooper, Andre earlier. Palat too. That's Palat. Right. He's got a lot of, I forgot he was on the Devils. Yeah, I, Jeez. I did
2: too. but you got a guy. All right. Well,
1: they have at least two then.
2: And Lindy Ruff, who's been there, done that, mm-hmm. seen it all. Mm-hmm. He'll get them. He'll get them regrouped. We'll see what happens. Interesting note from that game: Chris Kreider became the all-time leading playoff goal scorer in Rangers history last night with his thirty-fifth playoff goal. I would have never guessed wow. in a million years that Chris Kreider has scored the most playoff Spend game goals long time. in Rangers history. That's crazy. It sounds bizarre for an original six team, but you yeah. gotta remember for a, a lot of long time the Rangers, the Rangers were weren't really very bad very good. for a long time. And when they did make the playoffs, it was a lot of one and duns, or yeah. they were great in the seventies when they only had two rounds of playoffs. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Kreider's played a ton of games, a lot more than some of the Rod Gilbert or you know, some of the all time greats. Yeah. But yeah, that's if you would to asked me, I'll get before I, that happened last night. If you would ask me yesterday for a thousand dollars who's the all time leading playoff goal scorer in New York Rangers history, I never would have said Chris Kreider. No. So congratulations I would thought, like, to him. Chris he, Drury he, or Scott Gomez or something. I wouldn't even know where to guess. I would have guessed somebody from back in the day. I yeah. probably would have guessed Rod Gilbert. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, that's good good for the Rangers. Um good for their uh chance, chance to give the Blackhawks a better uh draft pick, it's a good start for them.
0: It is uh Kreider with thirty six, Gilbert with thirty four, Mark Messier twenty nine, Adam Graves twenty nine, and Ron Duguay with twenty eight. Brian Leach with twenty eight. I was gonna say too, like
1: yeah, Brian when those
0: Rangers teams were really good in the nineties, like yeah they had Messier, but a lot of, like they had really strong they were offensive yeah. defensemen. Yeah. One of the you best. Know. A lot of their big scores were defensemen too. So so yeah. up
2: until two days ago, I would have been right <laughs> with my Rod Gilbert guess. Yes, you would yeah. have. <laughs> yeah, well done. Would have.
0: Good. Uh, the other one last night, uh, one of us picked the Jets to win a series in this show. I don't know who it was. Oh yeah, that was me. I'm wearing this shirt in honor of the Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I I don't know. That didn't watching that game. It didn't feel as lopsided as the score. Did you guys get the same feeling? Oh, it from was. That? Vegas had no offense. Really? Yeah. I think it was kind of half ass watching it. No, yeah, Vegas. Don't care had, about Vegas it. did not seem <laughs> like it was ready to go.
2: Strangled. They had seventeen shots on goal. Okay. Vegas. Okay. Oh yeah. They they like did said, they boring. did to Vegas what Vegas did on their run to the Stanley Cup final. And they just would not allow them to get any shots mm-hmm. off. It was they were they were frustrated. And hey, you start Lauren Besson as Laurent Besson. your goalie. Nice. That's what you get. That's uh what you get. This is another reason why I can't stand the Vegas Golden Knights. Their bush, bush leaguery is at. Uh, they're at it again. Uh, in 2018, when they played the Jets in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, for the morning skates in Vegas, they kept the lights off completely off in the arena until the exact second they were supposed to be on the ice. So, if, <laughs> if, if like we know from covering morning skates, they say 10 30, but guys are getting guys on, are the, on ice. the ice as early as 10, like 10 o'clock. Yeah, you know, by 10 30, morning skates halfway over. So, if it was 11 <laughs> o'clock morning skate, they would not turn the lights on in the arena until exactly 11 o'clock so they couldn't get on the ice. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Apparently, fun. apparently <laughs> if reports out of Vegas. Last night, uh, the exercise bike outside the locker room that a lot of guys will use, no pedals
0: on it. That's, well, that's harder to use that way. That's that's bush league. I'm
2: sorry, that's bush league. That's that's funny. That's fun. That's, that's that's shit you do in the minor leagues. At least hockey
0: old- players aren't superstitious or creatures of routine. Yeah, absolutely. According, right? to, <laughs> according to Elliot Friedman
2: on the Thirty Two Thoughts podcast, uh, an unnamed NHL general manager heard that and called freeman and was like livid like go beat them on the ice don't try and like beat them in the lot like these guys have routines like they need to do this stuff like it's it's oh, bush league. That's, that's one thing if you like you know that. that's you, you, that's you don't put the gator you give them warm gatorade or something like or sorry biosteel uh like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to like mess with guys actual pregame routines in front of a playoff game that's bush league yeah uh, that's why that team yeah, is. I don't take that team seriously. It's, have, it's pretty
1: shady gamesmanship, but it is funny. It is funny as, a, <laughs> as, a, as an observer. As, it's funny. as an outside observer who doesn't care what Vegas uh, does or what the Jets do, Like that's funny.
0: <laughs> uh, two people, Young, Daniel, God and McLovin, want to know what teams do you not hate? Very few. <laughs> uh, I like the Carolina Hurricanes. Yes. I like the New Jersey Devils. Yep.
2: I like the Colorado Avalanche. Um, There's three.
0: All right, there you go. That's about it. Take that, young yeah. dangle god in uh, McLovin.
2: Who else do I kind of sort of like? Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't hate the Lightning. Oh, there you go. I respect right. the hell out of the Lightning. I don't, sure. I don't hate Step them. Step up. There are a lot of teams I don't hate, I just don't like. You don't pay attention to. Sure.
0: You're just indifferent about. Yeah. yeah. Like me with the Vegas-Winnipeg series. Yeah. It's like, meh, Cubs. Well, you should. you <laughs> should be more...
2: Less indifferent now, more different now, uh, because (laughs) you picked the Jets to win and you might you're looking like a genius after all, yeah. You're you're
1: you're you're up one, yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes, yeah. Hey, uh, you know what I'm not indifferent about, and that is beautiful golf weather like we have today. And uh, Pins and Aces, they made sure to hook us up. I wore it yesterday, the uh, lightweight golf hoodie from Pins and Aces. It is going to be. Uh, my official uh, shirt of summer when it's uh, around 60 degrees and it's kind of a gloomy day. I'm going to wear that every single day, uh, even if it's dirty. Uh, I'll just spray some Febreze on it. Pins and Aces, they have high quality apparel. And that is why they are the official golf apparel partner of All City and of us here at CHGO. They have uh, tremendous apparel. Uh, check out pinsandaces.com. See their entire uh, catalog of apparel and accessories. They have amazing polos, hats, golf bags. And of course, drum roll please the beer slash beef sleeve. I have it. Jay has one. I think we're going to get another one coming to the office because you, you can never have enough beer and beef sleeves around. They are the, that is the product that you can store up to seven beers right inside your golf bag. Keep them cold the entire round beers, sparkling waters, sodas, juices, whatever you want. Bio Steels. Uh, bio Steels. I think you could fit a couple of those in there. Uh, again, check out PinsAndAces.com. Use the code CHGO to receive 15% off of your first order and get free shipping. That is
0: PinsAndAces.com, promo code CHGO. I
2: believe we were supposed to get a beef sleeve test today. Just yeah.
0: Saying. Well, I'm going to Rockford after the game, so I didn't want a like a p- festering gravy-filled device in my So we're going to get a beef In my russell. car, so I'm going to bring it next week, but uh, I have... I have opened the, the beer sleeve, beef sleeve. It will definitely hold beef sandwiches, oh. and it will definitely keep them warm. I'm excited. I've seen
1: their liquor stick too. Yes, it's like a it's like Are a liquor you? pump. I think in that's your, great your, that for
0: some juice for the beefs.
1: Isn't oh, beef juice! A beef juice dispenser. beef juice to the golf course. Isn't that
2: a liquor stick? Isn't that a wasn't that a 50 Cent song? That was a Motley
1: uh, Crue album. Mm-hmm. Close to it. Oh, yeah, oh, that was the Magic Stick. Yeah, oh, okay. the Magic Stick is the actual song. Yeah, okay. But yeah.
2: Liquor stick. It's, it's
0: the same theme. That's it's a punchline to a bad joke somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Liquor in the front, party in the rear. <laughs> Isn't that what it is? Liquor in the- I. I don't party. know. I forget what it is. Poker in the rear. Poker That's in the rear. That's what it is. That's the one. <laughs> all, all the, it's oh, the boy. sign your uncle has in his man cave. <laughs> in the front,
2: poker in the rear. Yeah, I believe there's a... I drove by a truck. You gonna see a truck on the way to Rockford? <laughs> that'll have that on its mud flaps. Probably. I'm sure.
0: Anyway, last night I was living large uh, on Fubo TV. I told you guys I cut the cord. There is a picture of my majestic LG television with not only the Maple Leafs and not only the golden knights but also your chicago cubs that's right i was watching three games at once on the fubo tv multi-view the great part is you can see the big part there is highlighted with the white circle around it or right white square around it all i do is swipe my thumb on my apple tv remote to another screen and the audio changes boop boop instantly the audio changes you can click on one make it bigger make it smaller you can change the mosaic it is awesome Stanley Cup playoff time—it's the first time I've used that with Fubo, and it is killer. One hundred forty plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. Stream live TV from any device. Watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. And if you are a cord cutter, the only place to get Marquee Sports Network and watch the Cubs—the very exciting Cubs—is with Fubo TV. Go to fubotv.com/chgo. Start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. No contracts, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. You get a 1,000 hours of how DVR included at no extra charge. Watch your local teams all traveling. We've got the NFL draft coming up next week, the NHL draft, the uh, draft lottery, May 8th, big night for all of us, mm-hmm. and, of course, the NHL and NBA playoffs. And, like I said, the Cubs on marquee, and you get all the NBC Sports Chicago games with the White Sox and the Bulls and Hawks when they come back. It's great. Watch your favorite teams with Fubo. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. That is FuboTV.com slash FuboTV.com/chgo. slash C-H-G-O. All right, before we wrap up, the, uh, the Ice Hogs begin their playoff series tonight in Rockford against the Iowa Wild. Mm-hmm. Mario and I are going to be there. My first yeah. trip to the BMO. I'm excited. A Little nervous. Yeah, you know should, should be a should
1: be a really good atmosphere, uh, playoff atmosphere in Rockford. Going to be a fun time. Um, Going to be a little slightly emotional for me. Uh, the last time I was at an Ice Hog's game was f- I, I went back and, and looked it up February seventh, twenty twenty. So that date is significant. Um, at the time, I was covering the team for uh, a, a different outlet. This was well before I was ever uh, paid to do this type of job. <laughs> what I love um, being out there. And that was at a time uh, in, in personally in my life where I was going through uh, some real career struggles. Um, so going back there uh, for the first time in over three years is going to be uh, pretty, pretty special uh, personally. And it's look, it's a special night. It's, it's, it's playoff hockey. It's a home game for the Ice Hogs. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it should be a really good game. You know, it's it's it is a true rivalry game against the uh, against the Iowa Wild. Um, some big expectations for this young team. So, uh, going to be very excited to get yeah. there.
2: Big game. Uh, best two out of three series. Best two out of three. And this is your only home game. You better win it. I don't want to say it's a must win, but it's kind of a must win for the Ice Hogs. You <laughs> don't want to go to Iowa having to win back to back nights mm-hmm. on the road.
0: You could have just stopped at Iowa. Well, that's true. Yeah. You're yeah, absolutely that's right. true. Well, you <laughs> don't want <go> to <laughs> Iowa. say
2: that a lot about of our surrounding states. Actually,
0: uh, Iowa City is pretty cool. I yeah, I lost a Iowa few brain City. cells there one year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to a buddy uh, that
2: went there, and yeah,
1: went to the Field of Dreams in Dyersville. That was really cool. I got to do that still. That'd be cool. That was that was a that was a good trip.
2: All right, let's go to let's go to Sunday's game, in Iowa, if necessary, we'll stop at the Field of Dreams. Nah, what day? Nah, that's Sunday okay. night? No, Sunday. I think I no,
1: it's a uh, Saturday. They play Wednesday, Saturday? Friday, Saturday. I believe. Oh, okay.
2: I thought it was Friday. So. Saturday
0: night? I think so. I'm, I'm, you guys can go if you want. I'm not. I'm
2: gonna like, oh. go. All right, we'll see you tomorrow morning. It's only a five hour drive. We'll let's talk it. about it. What right. else are we
0: doing? All right, I'm uh, gonna wrap things up. Bring the beef. If you please. want an actual like solid preview of the uh, uh, Ice Hogs and Wild Monday's podcast, we talked with. Uh, with uh, Alex Vlasic and, uh, and I always and say Arvid Con- Sonderbloom. Anders Sorensen. He was our guest on Monday. Really good stuff. Go check that out. And we've got a couple other things we want to let you know about. We've got our new release at the CHGO Locker. The oh, Captain My Captain design it looks very, very sweet. Make sure you check that out. All AllCHGO.com uh, to become a diehard. When you do that, you get a free shirt or hat of your choice. Once you're a diehard, you can save 20% on that oh, Captain My Captain design. Really good stuff. And we've got our draft party next week at Joe's on Weed Street. You're going to want to join the CHGO Bears crew, Goose Island Brewing, and other diehard fans for an NFL draft party at Joe's on Weed. The draft is here, and we're throwing two parties you don't want to miss. Come out to Joe's for an experience that includes an extended CHGO Bears live show, draft coverage, and premium and a premium drink package You can purchase night one, night two, or both. Each night must be purchased separately. There is general admission, reserve table seating, VIP booth seating, and VIP seating right in front of the stage. We'll have giveaways and CHGO merch available for purchase. All tickets include an all-inclusive premium drink package that features Goose Island beer and cocktails Mm -hmm. from 7 to 10 in the main front bar of Joe's. Food will be available for purchase from Joe's Kitchen as well. This is a 21-plus event. You need a valid ID to get in, but go to allchgo.com to get your tickets. And of course, like I said, if you're a diehard, you save 20%. So get in, and we will see you there. All right, we're going to talk to you tomorrow, 2 o'clock, on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.